Thank you for listening to How It Ends. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash howitendsstudio. Our tiers start at $1 and all patrons receive early access, ad-free episodes, digital downloads, access to polls, and more. Physical rewards start at $6 and feature exclusive patron-only merch and other perks. You can also visit us at howitendspodcast.com to shop in our merch store or to join our Discord server, where you can chat with us and other fans of the show. It's the only place you'll find exclusive whispers from Micah, Elia, Devin, and Amy. Please enjoy the show. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high-quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere. You know, the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples. And so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. That feeling when you hear someone call your name and you turn, but no one's there and a shiver runs down your spine. When something moves just out of vision and it sets in, the sense that someone or something is watching you. Do you know that feeling? Good. It means you're paying attention. I'm Micah Jones. My friends and I started this podcast to explore my dreams and nightmares and to help me finally deal with my dad's death, even after all this time. Instead, we stumbled onto something much darker, something we were never meant to find out. My dreams aren't just dreams, they're memories, warnings. I should have paid closer attention. And my dad, he's at the center of it all. The How It Ends podcast is no longer releasing in real time. We can't. It isn't safe. But if you're just finding us, start at the beginning. Thank you for listening. The events that are about to unfold occurred in January 2020. We should have known this was going to be a wash. Tahoe's tourist central, like, year-round. Eh. I mean, you lucked out those guys in Idaho. Right. Lucked out being the operative phrase there. 
what can we do so this isn't a wasted trip? Do we stay another day or two and keep poking around? There's got to be an area where locals hang out. These can't all be tourists. The only problem with that is we're technically tourists, too. Are we? Or are we more like investigators? Sounds much cooler. Sure, we're regular Winchesters. Oh, we could watch a few more episodes if we really have nothing else to do tonight. Mm, we'll see. Find some place to pick up food before we get back to the campground. On it. Maybe if we can't get a, a hold of any locals to talk to us, maybe we could try a police station. Or, like, you know, just chat up a cop on patrol somewhere. They might know something. Nope. I'm good with cops. Right. Kind of crazy what happened to Mark, huh? Yeah, I guess. Even if it was just an accident or whatever, it's pretty sad. I mean, the guy was sketchy at best. I'm not saying he should have died, but... He definitely wasn't a good person. That was someone's dad. Man, like, I get that he's the reason we're both in this situation, but, like, I've known him my whole life. He was always good to me. I should really call Tim. He probably doesn't even know that I know. Listen, I know Mark wasn't great. I just feel bad for my friend. His mom passed... A while ago, now his dad's gone. Doesn't even have any siblings. Need to why. I spent a lot of time at the charade house as a kid. Especially when things weren't going great at mine. So, yeah. Sorry I got defensive, but parents are complicated. Even if they're not the best, or not even good, it's still your parents. Look at you. Your parents are still alive, and you act like they don't even exist never talk about them. We're not going there. All I'm saying is, I wouldn't be surprised if I heard that Mark's death wasn't an accident. I'm not really interested in speculating. Okay. While we're on the subject, there is something that I've been wanting to ask you for a while. Sure. Didn't it feel fucked up? Hanging out with her? I mean, you were basically living some kind of double life for a minute there. You got one tiny bit of information and rearranged your whole life to chase it. That seems a little bit over the top. Glass houses, dude. No, seriously. I want to know. <sighs> of course I felt fucked up. I mean, at first it didn't feel like that big of a deal because I truly didn't think I'd stay in contact with her. But you did. And from what you've said, it took a lot of effort to make that happen. So clearly, you got committed to the idea at some point. Yes. Initially, I was just hanging around to get information. I thought after a little while, I'd get it and then be done. The more time I spent hanging out with her, though, I realized I actually did want to be her friend. Was everything you told her true? Yes. I didn't lie to her about that. Only circumstantial stuff. Like where you lived? Sure. The point is, I didn't want to hurt her or her friends. And I didn't truly realize how much I didn't even know until later. Mark was keeping things from me, too. 
As far as I can see, it's bigger than all of us now, so that's why I'm here. I'm trying to help keep everyone safe, even Elia. She hates me. Yeah, from what you said, she's likely going to be the one you'll need to convince. You'll have your work cut off for you, too. So again, glass houses, dude. What are you doing? I don't know. Just flipping through some notes I've taken. Seeing if there's anything worth looking at again. I'm going to get a beer. Uh, yeah, get me one, too. Huh. I forgot I wrote down John's number. Who's John again? Uh, that guy Nolan was friends with. You know, the one Michael went to see in New Jersey a while back? How'd you get his number? Micah had it, and did I... Did something it. shady to get a hold of it? Anyway, I could call him. Do you think he'd talk to you? Possibly. Maybe if I said I was a friend of Micah's, but I don't love lying about that. You've been doing it this long. Okay. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hi. I'm looking to speak with John Buckley. My name is Luke James. I'm a friend of Michael Jones. I was hoping to talk to you about her dad, Nolan. She said if it was cool if I gave you a call. Whenever you get this, please give me a call back at... Thanks. She said it was cool, huh? And if she talks to him? I'll have to risk it. Can you top off my coffee for me? What are you planning on doing today? Well, since this place is a no-go, I'm going to take the day to make some money and finish up a job. What about you? Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll look for some work, too. I don't have anything in progress right now. Or maybe I'll just go explore Tahoe. I mean, we're here. I could rent a snowboard or something. Uh, yeah, that actually sounds better than working. Maybe I'll join you. That's okay. Whatever you want. All right. Yeah. Well, let me finish my coffee. I'll take a shower and see how I feel. Is... I think so. Hello? Yes, this is Luke. Hey, John. Thanks for calling me. Put it on speaker. So, Micah told you to call me? Is there something specific I can help you with? Um, no, not exactly. I mean, no, she didn't ask me to call you. I'm putting together a collection of memories from people who knew Nolan and Micah. Oh, for, like, a birthday present or something? Yeah, something like that. For uh, Ava's birthday. So, yeah. How long did you know Nolan? 
Do you have any nice memories of him you'd like to share? I'm sorry, I feel like I'm putting you on the spot here. No worries. I'm always up for a chat, especially about better days. I knew Nolan for about ten years. We both started at the Parks Department around the same time. He was just out of college and came back to Somerville with a wife and little kid. I was kind of bouncing from job to job. Hadn't really landed on what I wanted to do, really. I'm a couple years older than Nolan is, so I was already trying my hand at being an adult and failing miserably. You know how that goes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I guess. We became friends almost immediately. Once I met Abby, that's my wife, the four of us got pretty close. Ava and Nolan didn't have many relatives in the area, and neither did we. So it was natural to spend a lot of time together, I guess. Right, yeah, my my parents have friends like that. Oh, yeah? Stop. I'm sorry? Oh, sorry, not you. My, um, cat was climbing all over me. Continue, I didn't mean to interrupt. Not a problem. I have a cat, too. They get into everything. (laughs) Right. What was I saying? That you and your wife were close with the Joneses. Right, yeah. We would go to dinner often, that sort of thing. Sometimes when we went out, Micah would come with us. Or sometimes she'd stay at a friend's house up the road. We'd do a couple's night. Cool. So do you have any memories from those times? Anything that really stands out? Oh, lots of things. It's funny, you know. Micah asked me a similar question when she came to see me a while back. But all the memories that came to mind, well, I don't know. I didn't want to tell her about all the dumb shit we did in our 20s. Although I have to tell you, I was older, but he was definitely more mature than me. So it was really me getting him into trouble. We just were idiots sometimes, but in the most harmless way. <laughs> like, like what? Okay, so one year on New Year's Eve... I'm not totally sure which year, but we were friends for a while. Abby and Ava wanted to stay in and have a quiet night with Micah, drink wine, eat fancy little appetizers, and watch Dick Clark on TV. Nolan and I got restless, so they kicked us out. We wanted to go drink and be merry, I guess. So, yeah, so we went to this bar, the newsroom, downtown Somerville. Nolan drove us. It was crowded like you wouldn't believe. Music's playing, people are excited. We saw some other co-workers there and some folks Nolan knew. He knew just about everyone in town. Anyway, we lost track of time and of our drinks. We were in no condition to drive home, and Ava and Abby asked us to be back before midnight to watch the ball drop. So, how'd you get back? So Nolan looks at me at one point. It's getting close to midnight, and we've got a good 30-minute walk to get back to their house. He says to me, hey, let's get out of here. Now, I took the tone to mean, hey, we're doing this. Let's, what do they call it? Dine and dash? (laughs) No way. Yeah, we did. 
But that that's not what he meant. He wanted to make it back to Ava, so he forgot about paying. I completely misread his tone, and I said, okay, yeah, 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 let's, let's do this. The bar was so jam-packed, so no one even noticed us leave. So anyway, we're about a quarter mile down the road, and I say to him, Nolan Jones, you're a lot of things, but a rebel? Never would have guessed. And he had no idea what I'm talking about. So I go, your idea? Just leave without paying? When I tell you, his whole face dropped. So I'm laughing my ass off, and Nolan's trying to figure out what to do. Should we go back and be late for getting home? Who's going to be more mad at us, our wives, or this bar? So we're practically yelling, not realizing how loud we're being. Next thing we know, a cop pulls us over. We're walking, and he actually pulled us over. Lights and sirens and all. He tells us he's taking us in to spend the night and sober up. We spent fucking New Year's Eve in the drunk tank for drunk walking. We tried to bargain with him, but he wasn't buying it. So we were booked, called Abby and Ava at the house so they didn't worry, but man, they were pissed. The next morning, Nolan was adamant to go back to the bar and pay our tab. So we did. We picked up his car, we stuffed an envelope of cash under their door with a note saying sorry. It's probably my favorite New Year's Eve ever. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great story, but I don't know if I can include it uh, in the project. Yeah, actually, Eva would probably love it. She wasn't too happy the night of, but after some time passed, it ended up being a good story to tell at parties. And I'll definitely include it. Um, maybe you have some photos from around that time that you can send me? Or, I'm sure if you want to keep them, so maybe have them scanned and you can email me the copies? I can cover the costs of getting them scanned, then mow you some money or something. No, don't, don't worry about the money. It's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to dig around and see what I have. Cool. That should be enough for the project. So I don't know, maybe some more off-the-record stuff? I've heard a little bit about Nolan from Micah, but the better sense I have of him while I work on this, the better it'll come out. At least I think so, anyway. Other than the occasionally dumb moments, like I just told you about, the best times I had with Nolan were always when we were doing stuff outside. Even working was fun. Come to think of it, it's probably why I stayed in the job. Went to school for accounting, because that's what my folks wanted me to do. But after I graduated... I couldn't see myself sitting behind a desk for the rest of my life. That's how I landed in Parks and Recreation. But yes, I suppose we can start there. Alright, that sounds good. Other than maintaining a number of public spaces, we did a bunch of guys' weekends. Camping, fishing, hiking, mountain biking. Mostly went to the Pine Barrens for overnight camping trips. Are you familiar with the area? Have you ever been to New Jersey? Yeah. Uh, yep. I've been. Right. So we tried new places every now and then, but the Pine Barrens was really our go-to spot. Did you know that it encompasses somewhere around 20% of all of New Jersey's landmass? I didn't, but that's cool. So we'd always set up camp in a different location. There are a few different campgrounds there, 
Sometimes we'd stay more in the woods or closer to water. It all depended on what we wanted to do on that trip. Whatever you know, we... I camp a lot myself. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but, uh, you know, always somewhere with a bathroom and showers and a guest center. And RVs or campers mostly. Right, so... Uh, Guess what I'm saying is, I think I'd be nervous to just head out into the wilderness and set up camp. So I'm just wondering, like, have you ever seen anything strange out there? Strange? I don't know. I guess it's because the Pine Barrens have a bit of a reputation for being creepy. And any time I think of a dense forest like that, I immediately think about the, you know, the creep factor. Huh. Um. Yeah, you just said that you went there a lot. And I figured maybe it's an odds game. No subtle. Hey, did you say something? I think you might be cutting out. I can't really hear what you're saying. Oh, sorry. I must have moved my mouth away from the phone. Uh, can Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. So, yeah. Anyway, you know what you what you just said about the Pine Barrens kind of triggered a bit of a memory. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I've got to run a few errands right now. But can I give, sit on it for a little bit and give you a call back later? Absolutely. Are you on a phone with caller ID? Funny, yeah. I'm old, but I'm not that old. I'll call you back at this number. If I have some time, I'll look for some old pictures for you, too. Take him to Kinko's this week to get him scanned. Want to give me your email? Yeah, it's... Great. Nice talking to you, Luke. Same, John. Thanks a lot. What the hell are you doing? Jumping from memories to scary stories so quickly like that? Listen, I was trying my best. What do you want me to do? Better. Whatever. Maybe this story will be something we can use. Sure, if he ever calls you back. He will. Are you hungry? I'm hungry. Hey, Luke. It's John. Finally came to me, so I'm calling back to finish my last thought from our conversation earlier. As I mentioned, we camped in the Pine Barrens quite a bit. Usually we'd hit the sack early because we started fishing around dawn. But this one night we decided to just stay up late, shoot the shit, drink beer. Around one or two in the morning, we hear a noise in the woods. I remember I made jokes about it, being the Jersey Devil coming to get us, stood up, flap my arms out like a monster. And the sound stopped. So we sort of forgot about it, but then started back up again. It was almost like a humming. You know, this is weird leaving the story and a voicemail. Why don't you just give me a call when you can? Hey, Luke. Hey, John. I got your voicemail. You want to pick up where you left off? Sure. It's a long story. I didn't want to be talking to your machine forever. Remind me, what's the last thing I said? Um, you and Nolan were around the campfire one night when you heard a loud humming sound coming from the woods. You guys are making Jersey Devil jokes and singing. Right, right. So I started singing along to the humming sound. I'm just being goofy. I think I said we were being serenaded by the monsters of the swamp. 
Nolan laughed, but he seemed agitated with me. He said that the humming was getting in his ear and driving him mad. I didn't really think it was that bad, though. I told him maybe it was just someone's generator in one of the RVs nearby. We were pretty tucked away, and it was late October, which is basically the end of the season. But we saw a couple RVs on the way in, so it made sense to me. But no one would let this go. He wanted to go find the source of the noise. We got up and started walking into the woods. I knew it was a bad idea, you know, just in general. Going out in the woods, middle of the night, especially alone. I get up and follow him, and I'm just trying to keep it light. You know some people crack jokes when they're scared or nervous? That's me. I'm trying to ease the tension, and this is why I think the memory came back to me. Why I remember it so clearly. I was trying to supply some comic relief. No one snapped at me. Basically yelled at me, shut the fuck up! He'd never done that before, ever. It's wildly out of character for him. I don't think I'd ever even heard him raise his voice. He was so serious. So I shut up, kept following directly behind him. We walked for about maybe another half mile. And I was getting nervous because we were far from the site and just left the fire unattended. As we kept going, the sound got louder. And that's when I realized it wasn't humming. It was people talking, but almost rhythmically. And then we saw this group of people standing around another campfire. It was dark. We could only see flashes of them in the fire. We couldn't make out their faces. We watched them for a few minutes and nothing happened. I wanted to Nolan we should get out of there, but he was just transfixed. I don't know how else to put it. It freaked me out. Before I could say anything, he took a step closer. Something crunched under his foot. The voices stopped, and I just fucking grabbed him and ran. I was shocked we made it back to the campsite by the time we did. I was giggling like an idiot. Like I said, I laugh when I'm nervous. Yeah, me too. I couldn't help it. It was like a rush of relief to be back at our site. No one wasn't as punchy as I was, but after a minute sort of joined in on my jokes, things went back to normal. And then we went to sleep. When we woke up in the morning, we had a good laugh about it. We figured it was probably high school kids being weird and shit. Around Halloween, after all. I blew it off, but I realized now that the next time we went camping was the spring of the following year. He wanted to go back to the same site. We went back a few times that year. Nothing similar ever happened again. All the more reason to think we happened upon some Halloween party in the middle of the night. There really isn't shit to do around the area if you're a kid. Another less amusing note is this was the last place we camped at together the year before he died. Anyway, that's my weird little story for you. Pine Barrens is definitely known for its urban legends, but really I think it's two idiots ran into kids and scared themselves silly.
Wow, that's still quite a story, though, even if it was just kids. Thanks for sharing with me. I um, probably won't include that in the project, but it's still an interesting story just the same. I'm happy to help. Grateful for the memory jog, even though it did turn out something a little bizarre. Anyway, give me a call anytime if you need more of that project, or just want to chat about Nolan. I'm around. I will. Thanks, John. Take care. See ya. So, is the Pine Barrens uh, on our list? No, but it probably should be. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly, but don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.